0: I'm <laughs> going The opinions expressed in this podcast by the host and or the guest do not necessarily reflect the views of the host and or Paranormal Buzz Radio and or its sponsors. Use of any material produced by Paranormal Buzz Radio without express written consent is prohibited. Paranormal Buzz Radio will not be held responsible for you holding your knees, crying and rocking in a corner in a puddle of your own urine, or being beheaded by a group of children in a cornfield. In fact, if you come across a group of children in a cornfield, we promise to make fun of you as you run away screaming in terror. Listener discretion is advised. You are now entering the all consuming realm of Shay's Paranormal Chat, where the things that are better left unsaid are actually said. Shut up and sit down. You're listening to Shay's Paranormal Chat. Paranormal podcasting done Shay's way. Tons of fun. Dude, seriously? A bit sarcastic.
1: Hashtag investigator, not hunter.
0: But always real.
1: Hashtag data, not evidence.
0: Don't get your panties in a twist.
1: Oh my God, really?
0: This is Real Raw Conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the show. Good
1: evening, everybody. TGAF, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and I'm so happy I have my beautiful, my majestical, Kelly McCarville back. Majestical. 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 I, I, that's a new word. I, I try to throw in new adjectives every once in a while. <laughs> um, isn't it magically delicious? Is that not where we're going? That's where that's where that came from, yes. Yeah, is, yeah, you know. yeah. <laughs> if anybody yeah. does not know the story, I had a dream about her. The lucky yeah, that's as far as that needs to go. Yeah. But she was magically <laughs> delicious. We'll just leave it there.
2: Oh god. <laughs> the rumors that are gonna start now.
1: <laughs> uh, like they haven't already Oh,
2: that's alright That's uh, alright our secret long distance love affair
1: Yes, yes Hey, I can't, I can't imagine having one with anybody else but you So That's right That is right um, I'm very excited tonight We're talking about fairies and Irish folklore So I want to just jump right in and introduce our guest I'm going to probably butcher her name But tonight we have Morgan Daimler
0: Daimler. How close am I? Yeah, Daimler, Morgan Daimler. Yeah, see, this
1: the, for me that wasn't bad. <laughs> How
0: you doing okay. tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Yes, finally talking with y'all.
1: Yes, I'm we're very excited. We're excited because yeah. we were talking
2: before the show started. Neither one of us knows a ton about this, so. Um, we're excited to learn right along with everybody listening tonight.
1: Yes, which is why I started podcasting was to learn. so
2: That's a great reason. You yeah. think we'd be further along than we are then, wouldn't you? Uh,
1: anybody that knows me knows it takes me a while to learn anything, so you know. there's a lot out
0: there to learn, so there is. Yeah.
1: So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um,
0: I mean, that, that's such a broad question. I, uh, anything? Everything? <laughs> well, um, I'm an author. Uh, I've got uh, 35 books out at the moment. I have another Holy one coming crap. out. Holy Lord, woman! <laughs> I didn't know it was that many. <laughs> I was not expecting that reaction. Um, yeah, uh, most of them are fairly short. So that's part of why it's so many, but... Um, I just, I've been a full-time stay-at-home writer for about 10 years now. I like to keep myself busy, so always got something going on. And, uh, see, otherwise, uh, everything else is pretty boring. Like, you know.
1: Well, hey, (laughs) I'm the queen of boring, let me tell you. (laughs) Welcome to my life. That's yeah. You know, I I knew you had many books, but I did not know it was thirty-five.
0: Yep, yep. I have a uh, nine-book urban fantasy paranormal romance series for fiction, and then everything else—the uh, other twenty-six—those are all non-fiction.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, I do the fiction for fun.
1: Hey, I don't blame you. Yeah.
0: Everyone's got to have fun somewhere.
1: Somewhere, somehow. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah besides that typical boring two cats three kids that's it that's it that's it oh, that, man. that sounds boring Doesn't oh yeah you
2: busy at all I'm sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, you, know, and,
1: you know you can just sleep all day with that many kids and cats that's it it's well, very all day you gotta work around her pedicures
2: chairs her phone books.
0: <laughs> I feel like you've been talking to my family yeah. Um <laughs> right amen I yeah, that. I was I was actually joking on social media last week that I think the majority of people when you tell them that you're a, a writer, like an author professionally, that's their image of your life. That you just sort of hang around and eat yeah. bonbons and relax. Yeah. Like, and have you know. the men
1: carry you around on that thing and
0: <laughs> <laughs> That would be nice. Mine hasn't arrived yet. It's yeah. on order. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. holding or- my breath. <laughs> Uh, one,
2: all of it, yeah. Was a set. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you bought it as a set. Way to save money. Well,
0: you know, you gotta be frugal.
1: Yeah, you, right. See, Yeah. see, yeah. I knew you'd fit right in here. <laughs> I did. Um,
2: awesome.
1: Oh, we have our so, first question.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: It's Mama Pat. So, before we get into the, um. Nonfiction, Mama Pat wants to know, what are some of
0: the topics of your nonfiction books? My nonfiction? Sure. I said that backwards, um, but you know what I mean. I, yeah, I, knew, I, I was following you. Um, I have four books that are uh, translations. That's I like to describe it as my super exciting, boring hobby. Um, I, I translate material from Old and Middle Irish into English. So original Irish mythology, basically. Um, and I have three little. Those are pocket books, so they're they're fairly small. Yes. Um, and then I have I'm not going to remember the exact number. Uh, a couple that are just on fairies, uh, specifically. Um, and then uh, a series that are about different Irish deities. Um, you know, well known ones like the Morrigan and Brigid and um, possibly less well known ones like the Dagda and Manon and Mclear. Um, so those, those are always super fun to write.
2: That's pretty cool. So how'd you get into all of this?
0: (laughs) Um, it's kind of one of those long stories, but the, the shortest version is basically that it was kind of always an interest from when I was, uh, really young. Um, I grew up in the Irish American diaspora, which is its own kind of wacky thing. Um, a lot of the. I
2: have to ask, what
0: what is that? It's basically um, first and second and third generation um, people whose ancestors, I don't want to say ancestors, that makes it sound weird, like parents, grandparents, great-grandparents came from Ireland. Um, So there's a community, there's communities in various places, but you kind of grow up with a lot of the traditions and beliefs and culture, but with an American Kind of twist on it because obviously it's over here. Um, Awesome. Yeah. So you know that that's where my interest in the Irish specifically comes from. Um, You know from uh, my grandfather, my my father's side of things, and uh, you know then when I hit my teens, I just I was one of those people that really wanted to know where things come from. You know if we have this folklore, if we have these beliefs. If we have this idea of fairies, um, where does that come from? What are the beliefs about it? And I just started digging into it, and it's it's one of those things. Once you start, you just you'll just keep going.
2: Keep going. You fall down a rabbit hole.
0: <laughs> you really do. There's so much to it, and it's um, it's so interesting and complicated. And you know, the more you learn, kind of the less you know. Because the more you realize how much is out there.
1: I think that goes with the paranormal. Because mm-hmm. the more, every time I ask a question, one question leads to three more. Like, somebody will answer and then it's like, well, all right, but what if this? What if that? What if, like, I guess that's yep. why it's a paranormal.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it just every question leads, like you said, to three more questions. And then before you know it, you've spent... 20 something years trying to, to look into it. And um, yeah. It's, Is that how long you've been doing this? Um, how long I've actually been doing it? It's probably closer to 25. You you um, look 25. <laughs> right. That's... Oh, you are my new best friend. I love you.
2: Well, and that's what kind of got me when she's like, Oh, I've been writing for this many years and I've got this many books and I got kids and I'm just like, Aren't you like
0: in your early yeah. 20? I, I thought he misheard her. I love both of you. Um, no, my oldest child is 17. So, okay. yeah, that mathematically would not no. work out.
2: No, you just, you roll with it. So my oldest, we have decided he's no longer my son. He's now my brother because it's awkward that we're so close in age with him <laughs> being 23 and me being 29. So,
0: Yeah.
1: See, yeah. I, I'm proud to be 29 with the, my youngest is 19 and a half. Uh, I, that's good for me. i I stand <laughs> by that statement. It's, it's
0: age is totally a state of mind. Yeah.
1: Then, then me and Kelly are twelve. Oh well, <laughs> and that's giving us credit on some yeah. days.
0: That's I, a fun age, though.
1: It is. You know, it's we're, that we're still at that dirty mind stage. Everything sounds dirty and sexual, and and we have fun with it. So
2: and we giggle.
1: Do, you know, if,
0: if you're not having fun, then what's the point?
1: That's, thank you. Yeah. Amen. Um, thank you. We, we already have questions there, and I know Kelly has some, and I have some. But the first step I think we need to take is your definition of a fairy.
0: Okay. Um, I was going to say it's going to be fun to see what questions are coming in based on this conversation yeah. so far. Oh, um.
1: the, the chat people, if I don't act this way, I don't have listeners. They they tune in to say, "What is she gonna say next?"
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, this is this is super fun. Oh, um,
1: see.
0: So, what is a fairy? Basically, um, and this is sort of my personal definition. It's a definition you'll find if you read like academic material, uh-huh. um, scholarly material on fairies, or if you read um, folklore, or you know, get into like folkloric accounts. Basically, a fairy is any being that is not of this world, is is from another world, it's referred to as the other world or the world of fairy, Um, but that is in this world or is interacting with this world. Is like the broadest definition. Um, So kind of despite that sort of popular um, mainstream idea of fairies as these sort of little... Uh, like Tinkerbell kind of figures. Um, You can find fairies that are cats, fairies that are dogs, horses, uh, fairies that look very much like humans, uh, fairies that are giants, fairies that are, you know, smaller. Uh, It's sort of this whole really wide range. um, And the only thing that they have sort of consistent to them is that sort of otherworldly nature or quality, inherently magical but I, when I say that, I feel like I should have like glitter running down around me. <laughs> well, it's not quite like that, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of the the general definition that we uh, yeah.
1: I think that's the biggest misconception because when somebody says fairy, they automatically think Tinkerbell, which has tinkerbell. already been mentioned in chat multiple times.
2: Yeah, that they're all sweetness and light and throw pixie dust on you, and it's always friendly. And yeah. I've also heard that's not necessary.
1: No, according to yeah, Cynthia. No. They have the same definition as me and Kelly. They They're are mischievous it? and they are naughty.
0: Well, I thought you meant
1: they were bitches. <laughs> well, she didn't add that. That's at the sh- we don't need to tell people that. I yeah, they yeah. The, figured it out.
0: The folklore and the, the folk belief around them really runs that whole range and, and even further. You know, you have the ones that are um, a little more on the helpful end, uh, a little more on the more forgiving kind of gentle end. You do have the mischievous ones, the ones that are going to play pranks and kind of mess with people. Um, You also have ones that are really dangerous, you know, that'll um, cause people harm. Um, There's a couple different kinds that you'll find that, you know, humans are on the menu, so to speak. So it's it's a really wide range.
1: I have a question, but I can't come up with it. Go ahead, Kelly, because my mind is... I can't think of the word. So go ahead.
2: Well, Darren asked a question and kind of, it was one that I was thinking too. So what, what is the reasoning behind why fairies interact or act with us? What causes fairy to come and see you?
0: That's a really good question. Um, I don't know that we have a clear answer necessarily. Um, I mean, when you look at all of the accounts, the the modern anecdotal accounts, the older folklore, the mythology, there seems to be some sort of intrinsic link, connection, between humans and these beings. Um, They are really well known in a lot of different cultural folklore for stealing humans, is kind of the nicest way to put it, um, for taking humans away into their own world. Um, sometimes turning that human into sort of one of their own type of beings. Um, sometimes not. Uh, they also have a lot of interest in like artists. So there's a lot of accounts of them like taking musicians, but they'll bring those back. They they kind of borrow them uh, for the entertainment and then return them. Um, so it, it seems like, you know, why are these beings connected to or interested in, in humans? Um, partially because they, they need us in some way, um, whether it's to, to make more fairies, to entertain them, um, to teach them new things. You know, there's a lot of accounts of them like borrowing uh, technology. Stuff. Kind
2: of like mm-hmm. Alien abduction, but
0: fairy abduction. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's actually a whole ongoing debate between the commu- two different communities, the, the sort of fairy community and then the, the ufologist community, about whether aliens are extraterrestrial aliens or whether aliens are fairies. Because a lot of the stuff that you see with the modern alien abductions and UFOs is identical to what you'd see in the older folklore with fairies. Like, Light, what
2: type of
0: things? Lights in the trees, um, them taking people, uh, people who are taken by the fairies and then do return. There's a, always a time issue. Either more time has gone by than they thought, or less time has gone by. Um, sometimes physical uh, differences. I'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this. Like, I don't know what rating this, this podcast is. Oh, honey, is anything
2: goes. Okay. <laughs> we can talk all about the probing. It's perfectly
0: fine. There we go. So, yeah, sometimes there's probing um, in the, the fairy accounts. Uh, it, you know, it's just a lot of the things that we would expect with the modern UFO stuff. Except, of course, with the fairies, it was clearly fairies. Like, the people would know that's what was going on. And with the alien encounters, you know, people are seeing and experiencing things that they identify as, you know, extraterrestrials. It's complicated because fairies have a kind of magic called glamour that affects human senses, so they can make you see what they want,
2: like vampires. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I know way too many little things about (laughs) way too much baby. I I actually.
0: (laughs) I actually think that the the idea of vampires having it probably came from fairies originally because the the fairy lore with glamour goes way back hundreds and yeah. hundreds of years. So, but yes, exactly like that. They hmm. they mess with your head.
2: So do, will fairies like fight amongst themselves then or
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. Like power struggle wise or just like people they don't get along like people sometimes don't get along or
0: Um, Kind of all of the above. Uh, And this is, you know, when we talk about fairies, like I said at the beginning, it's this really broad term. Um, There's all sorts of different specific kinds. And a lot of what we see in folklore is the idea of these sort of different groups in different places. So if you look like at the Irish folklore, there's stories about um, fairies in different areas who clearly had issues with each other and would fight each other at different points. Um, There's a really famous story that's told by um, Eddie Lanahan, who's a famous storyteller over in Ireland, um, involving a fairy tree. And uh, part of the story, if I remember correctly, was um, them finding what they said was white blood, white fairy blood Mm -hmm. on the ground in the morning because the fairies had been fighting. So, yeah, they, they definitely do not always get along with each other.
2: And the glamour that you spoke of is kind of like a sense of mesmerizing them, almost like hypnosis
0: type stuff. That's an aspect of it, yeah. Yeah, they can, um, uh, there's, and again, there's so many different stories. Right, in, right. But um, the idea that um, they could make you think a handful of gingerbread or a handful of leaves was gold, gold coins, or that um, a sort of spread of acorns and mushrooms and moss and like forest detritus kind of stuff was a feast Um, and you would smell it you would see it you would really think it was there until that magic gets broken and then you'd realize oh no this is like the forest floor the
2: forest floor (laughs) yep there you go yeah might want to get your
0: stomach pumped a little bit you know
2: so why is it some people are more apt to see fairies and other people can't see them
0: that's another one of those super good questions that I don't know there's any particular answer to. There's a what lot of... Your,
2: what is your thoughts on it? I know there's all of... None of this can be proven by science, okay. just like paranormal and, and intuitive ability. So we get this. Right, I, yeah. In your opinion. I always like have to are... put that out first, though, because then when we says, like Morgan said. And therefore it is fact. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that... Um, I think that they can show themselves to whoever they want to. They have that ability that if no matter who you are, no matter how much of a skeptic you are, um, no matter how much you don't believe in any of this, if, if they want you to see them, then you will. But I also think that some humans, you know, for whatever reason, um, ancestry, uh, random quirk, uh, uniqueness, just have an ability, um, to, to perceive them or, you know, to look at it from the flip side of that, that glamour doesn't always work on absolutely everybody. Um, kind of that law of averages, you know, there's always going to be some humans that it just, they're immune to it, I guess we could say. Sure.
2: Sure. All right, I'm going to ask one more question on fairies, and then we have another question that kind of changes topics a little bit. So, um, and, and, okay, I'm going to add to his question. So Darren's question is, what's the best way to catch one? And if you catch one, what would you do with it? And I'm going to preempt that question with, is it a good idea to try to catch one? Because... (laughs) I don't think that sounds like the best idea.
1: Or why would you want to? Like,
2: Well, because who doesn't want their own damn Tinkerbell? Come on. Yeah.
0: That's um, a good question, too. I I would definitely sort of be on your side with this, Kelly, that it probably is not something you really want to do. Um... If they were
2: Tinkerbells, then it'd be more fun. Right. But, yeah. but they're yeah. not Tinkerbells. <laughs>
0: if we were talking about, and like I said, there's, there's all these different specific types. If we were talking about a specific type that's on that sort of smaller, um, less powerful, more cute. forgiving. Act, yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, then there's, there's probably certain things you could try to do. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it because um, there's a lot of material that we have sort of on the, the magical practices end with um, ceremonial magic grimoires they're called in the 17th and 18th century that talk about like compelling fairies and um, things you can do to sort of bend them to your will um, if you're so inclined but the the kind of issue with that that sort of tiger by the tail problem
2: Uh
0: like that's okay as long as you're having the control of it but you're also dealing with something that's basically immortal and is magical not...
2: and right. Has
0: right. power and right. magical is not gonna appreciate what you're doing. Um, and has a lot of time.
2: <laughs> right. you... Meaning they're not gonna get bored and give up.
0: No. No, they they're they're pretty good at holding grudges, I think. So yeah. um... they,
1: they must be related to me and Kelly. <laughs> I don't hold a grudge. I just don't forget. There's a difference. True. I don't either. Uh, It's same here. I have one question, Kelly, before you switch topics. Okay. Um, It took me a long time to think of what the words I was trying to think of. Uh, But are fairies along the same lines as, like, stuff as puckwudgies? Are they that type of?
0: Yeah, this is this is one of those hotly debated topics. Okay. So I'll okay. just I'll just jump right into it, you know, as you do. Um when we talk about the term fairy specifically, I I tend to be the most comfortable using that with like the um Western European sort of beings. And I generally use the word fairy like in other contexts, but we could certainly argue that there are fairy-like beings in the United States and Canada um, and throughout the world, quite frankly. Um, I just hesitate to flat out say they're fairies because it's a completely different culture and they have their own terms and, and understandings, um, but they would fit that kind of broader
1: Is it an category. elemental? Uh, is a fairy an elemental uh, type or no?
0: There are people that will tell you yes. Uh, From my own perspective, I would say no, because I I tend to see elementals as more strongly linked to one particular element, whether it's earth or fire or water. And fairies are very fluid. Okay. Um, Like, even the ones that are in the water tend to be able to come out of the water um, and get into trouble. Um,
2: But they're also more, like... Like little beings, like a little big, whatever. I mean, not saying they're all one size, but they're actual like pick it up and hold it type thing where my understanding is an elemental is more of like an energy. Yes,
0: that, that would be so another... It, it's a physical aspect
2: to a fairy, I guess is my point. Yes,
0: that would be another good good point to make, yes. Um, and I didn't mention that earlier, but it is worth saying since you brought it up and you're exactly right um, fairies are generally understood to have physicality to them. Um, they can be invisible. They can do things humans can't do: pass through knot holes in boards and um, get into places that it should be physically impossible to get into. Fun stuff like that. Um, but they are generally tangible. Um, there's there's anecdotal accounts, like even up through today, of people you know talking to them, touching them. They pick stuff up. They move stuff around. Um, so they they have that physicalness to them that we don't see with other types of spirits.
1: All I can picture is like Edwin from Twilight. <laughs> like he can, all those people they can like put thing thoughts in your head, and they're beautiful that's the and glamour. they yeah, the that's glamour. Yeah, the
2: glamour.
1: Yeah, she's talking about. Yeah, that's why I compared it to vampires. So I oh, see. I wasn't here for that. I didn't hear that. <laughs> But that Stephanie, um, that she wrote Stephanie, right? Is that her name that wrote Twilight? Yeah, Stephanie Myers. Yeah. All right. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I said it, then I was like, "Crap!" Is that the right name? Um, oh. See, she she makes a whole bunch of stuff in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So. So let's say.
2: Sorry, I know I said I'm going to change topic, and I will, Mama Pat. I haven't forgot your question. I'm going to get
0: there. This is a fun topic, um, so. Yeah.
2: So. I know, like, there's things that you can do if you want to communicate with a spirit. So are there different things that you can do to kind of like call in a fairy to, or or to make yourself more able to see them or sense them?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, if you wanted to. Uh, I mean, for one that's really well-known is a four-leaf clover. Um, if you have a four-leaf clover, carry it with you. You're supposed to be able to see them. Looking through a hold stone, if you have a stone that has a natural hole through it, yeah. Um, that's supposed to allow you to see things that are unseen. Um, So, you know, things like that. Um, If you're with someone who naturally has the ability to see fairies, uh, folklore says if you kind of like stand on their foot or hold their hand or like physically touching them, that um, you'll be able to see them too. So I don't know how that one works.
1: I wasn't what? laughing at you. It just brought me back to the leprechaun, which brought me back to the Magically Delicious, my dream with Kelly, and I <laughs> couldn't help but laugh.
2: I just thought it was funny that the first thing she went through was, like, if you stand on their foot, <laughs> don't, like, reach out and touch your arm or anything. Step on their foot. <laughs> hey.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's actually a traditional method, so. Oh, oh wow. is it? Just, yeah. Yeah. Just pass it along. Yeah. Um, so
2: and what I, I can do then is I can walk up to someone I don't like stomp on their foot and say I was simply trying to see the fairy Sure. and they can take that for whatever they want to
0: that would definitely be a thing you could do yes
1: <laughs> uh,
0: huh. yeah and you know inviting them in or, or trying to be more open to them uh, again with sort of that uh, may or may not be the best idea depending on what exact type we're talking about Um, just kind of putting it out there, you know, there's a strong belief in a lot of places because most humans can't see them that at any point they could be around you and you won't know. Right. So that they, they will eavesdrop and overhear people talking. Uh, so if you just kind of say, Hey, you know, I'd be really interested in having more communication with this or connection to this, um, and that's that, kind of
2: why I compared it to ghosts because it's kind of the same things. People just have a natural ability to see them sometimes, or to sense when they're around. But if you say, "Hey, I I would like to see you," your chances may go up. So, so
1: can psychic mediums see more fairies than other people? Do you think?
0: Is um, it- I th- I think some can. Yeah. 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 Uh, I've met a, a lot of different mediums. That sounds a little weird when I said it out loud. But I should clarify, my friend owns um, a store in in the town over that's sort of a, a cult, pagan um, sort of shop. Uh, so I've, I've met a lot of people who are mediums or um, who are interested in that sort of thing. And um, there's definitely some, I think, that are, are more in tune with uh, the, the fairy end of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, others.
2: this medium can't see him, and at the moment she's kind of pouting about it. So, uh,
1: But how do you know you don't see him? I, I don't, because I, I have seen him. Yeah, but how would you recognize him? If she said they can trick you into thinking other things, would you yeah. necessarily...
2: Well, no, not necessarily. If well, it hammered
1: me, then I wouldn't remember. Yeah.
0: This gets a little tricky, too, because unlike sort of that popular image, they're they're sure. mostly... They're not tiny. They don't have wings. They don't have pointed ears. So it's entirely possible that you could run into, you know, something that was a anotherworldly being that was a fairy and not necessarily realize it. Because could, could
1: could it look just like me?
0: Um, yeah, it could, it could look very human. Um, so, so- usually when they're passing as human, there's a couple tells. That you can kind of keep an eye out for. Tell um, her.
1: They, she's a brilliant they t- psychic <laughs> She needs to know.
0: Yep. They, they tend to dress a little strangely by contemporary human standards, either like a generation or two out of date or very colorful or very strange. I realize that's a very um, subjective
2: <laughs> kind of description. <laughs> um, Maybe I have met a bunch of theories, but sorry. I have. <laughs>
0: Um, They often tend to, in conversations, say things or seem to know things that they shouldn't have any awareness of. Damn, Uh, I'm a fairy. (laughs) uh, I was talking to someone who had had a a first-hand account um, encounter, and uh, they were actually doing laundry in, like, the basement of their apartment. And this guy came in who was dressed, just a lot of bright colors, um, kind of odd, She thought, um, but she just thought, you know, random human dude, basically. But he started talking to her about stuff that had been on her mind that, you know, he really had no way to know, but not in a way that was directly like, I know your name and, you know, that you're worried about your brother kind of way, but more just, um, you know, talking to her about the, the themes that she'd been thinking about. Um gave her some really great life advice and then disappeared and never saw him again. Um and that she thought it was a fairy encounter and it, it kind of fits that description. So
1: So could
0: uh
1: Aunt Kelly has to psychically connect with me here and help me say what I'm about to say here.
2: Okay, I got you.
1: All right. But some people think ghosts could be uh, other dimensional beings. Is that what you're referring to as fairies? Like, could they be one in the same or?
0: I, I think that ghosts, human ghosts and fairies are a separate thing. Right. But, but I... some people think some ghosts are from a
1: different dimension.
0: Yeah. I've heard people refer to fairies as um, extra dimensional beings. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's certainly a way that people describe them. Today. Cause you keep
1: saying outer worldly. What do you keep saying? Yep. Otherworldly. 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 Yeah. Is that what you mean? Like what is.
0: That's, that's a, a term you can use. Sure. That's a way to describe it. Um, the other world is, you know, again, in folklore and stories and all that is supposed to be a world that is very close to ours, but separated from it. So
1: a that different means, dimension. Which
2: is like the parallel dimensions that people sometimes think with ghosts. So, yeah. Sure. yeah
1: some people... Yeah, so I can see where you're getting that connection. I sure. don't know. I'm just asking because I've heard people sternly say, what if it's not a dead person? It's just that person being alive in a different dimension. So it kind yeah. of Well, and
0: I mean, there, there are stories with fairies about them taking humans who are thought to be dead than in this world. Um, like they, the, it seems like the human has died, but actually they take them to go live in this other world. Like I said, the biggest difference is that when people have the fairy encounters, they're, they're tangible physical beings, um, as opposed to the way most people experience ghosts. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So a question from chat, um, Mama Pat says, what do you think about the Cottingley fairies, real or hopes?
0: Oh, that's such a juicy topic. Right into the controversy.
2: Okay, well, hang uh-huh. on. For those of us who are not yeah as red as my mom, what are the cotton leaf Fairies?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll give a, a recap. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, 100 years ago, these two girls, um, I'm not going to remember their names, so I apologize now to their spirits wherever they are, um, but these two girls, I think they were like 8 and 10, uh, had taken these pictures that supposedly showed each of the girls um, surrounded by these little fairies, oh, the little oh, white fairies. Yep. They're black and white photos. You can find them online. They're in the public domain. Now they're like, super Tinkerbell famous. fairies? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it
1: looks more um, like that.
0: Yeah. This was a hundred years ago, sort of on the tail end of the Victorian era. It was really popular, especially in children's books to depict fairies, fairies like that um, to show fairies as these sort of um, almost childlike, right. Uh, small um, like bird sized figures with usually butterfly wings or insect wings. And these pictures caused a huge controversy when they came out. Uh, a lot of people said they were fake. A lot of people said they were real. Um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who is the author of all the um, Sherlock Holmes books He is actually, or actually was actually, a um, big believer in those sorts of things. He publicly supported the girls and published some of the photos. Kind of came out and said that yes, these are authentic. He believed in them. So of course, then that blew up a whole other layer. I mean, at the time this all happened, this was like big news. (laughs) Like quite a lot of yeah, yeah. and then, of course, you know, lots of time goes by. It's, it's this open question, is it real, is it not real? And in 1983, um, the older of the girls had, had passed away at that point, if I remember correctly. The younger one um, came forward and basically admitted that they had faked the pictures. Um, she said that one of them was genuine, that the first one was a genuine picture, but that the rest of them, they had cut out paper figures and propped them up. And keep in mind that the camera technology in, you know, nineteen 19- yeah, yeah, um, was not nearly as cutting edge <laughs> as what we have today. Um, and this sort of stirred the whole thing up again, uh, raised a lot of the questions again, um, just really brought everything back into the spotlight with it. Uh, There are still people today who do believe that one of the pictures is real. um, And there are people who think that because she admitted they had faked a lot of them, uh, that obviously the whole thing is fake. Um, My personal opinion on it is that I do think the girls genuinely saw some things um, and that they couldn't get it on film, which is why they did what they did to kind of prove their experiences, but I do think they had some real experiences. I think there was something real going on that that motivated all of it.
1: But yeah, this is the why the pictures are too Can... detailed. Yeah, I'm not looking. So go ahead. Yeah,
0: it's. Um... It, it turned out that particularly the more famous one, which is the one girl sort of leaning forward on one fist with the little dancing fairy figures in front of her. Mm-hmm. Those particular fairy figures were copied very closely from what was a, a popular book at the time um, of like little paper cutout dolls. So, um,
2: so after the older sister confessed though, did didn't she retract that confession?
0: Uh, she always insisted that one of the pictures was real, that the first picture okay. had not been faked. Uh, and, you know, again, if I remember correctly, the, the gist of it was the first one was real, but then they couldn't get more, and there was a lot of pressure so that they kind of right,
2: right. made
0: more. Um, but yeah, she, she was always adamant, the younger one, if, if I remember correctly, that um, they were not all faked. Mama Pat wants
1: to know, um, didn't she reenact uh, retrat- retract. Her retract- that's what I just asked.
0: Yeah. Retract her confession. Yeah. Sorry. Um, she may have before she died. Yeah. Right. That I honestly don't remember. Um, I thought
1: you were asking about the other sister. Sorry, Kelly. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm going to go back to a question quite that It is. <laughs> this just um, proves don't fake anything in the paranormal, and you don't have to worry about it.
2: Yeah, because uh, and honestly, that's the truth. If they did get one real picture, but then they faked a bunch of them. That real one has nothing to stand on anymore. Yep. It was know? a
1: different time then, but it's a lesson mm-hmm. learned for us now these days. Definitely. All it's, right.
0: it's a sad reality that a lot of people feel that pressure that if they can't document that experience.
1: But if you fake something that takes away from that one
0: true. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I a hundred percent agree with you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: So to ch- we're going to change topics just a little bit here from a question we had way, way back. Um, so, and it's not, I don't know if it's completely disconnected, honestly, but what is your thoughts and opinions on changelings?
0: What, what is it changing? Um, from one controversy directly into another. So a changeling is um, a fairy that is left in place of a human who is stolen or taken by the fairies. Is kind of the simplest definition of what a changeling is. And uh, usually these days, when you see people talking about changelings, they mostly talk about babies and young children. Um, the actual folklore, though, covers a whole range. Um, we see all kinds of stories with um, everything from infant to, you know, new brides, new grooms um, on their wedding nights, uh, new mothers were a big target if you had just given birth. Um, it was not at all uncommon for you to get taken. They have a whole bunch of like folk protection and folk magic stuff because of that to try to prevent that from happening. Um, and the idea is that the hum- the fairies would take the human and then they would either leave an object behind that was glamored magic to look like the person they'd taken. Um, and then within a few days that the fake person would die. Everyone would think the human had died fairies get away with taking the person. The other thing they would do is leave behind a fairy. Um, Sometimes it would be a fairy baby. If it was a a baby being taken, who was kind of sickly, wasn't looking good, kind of swapping out the sick baby for a healthy baby. Um, Sometimes it would be sort of an old fairy.
1: Um,
0: (coughs) That kind of varies depending on the story. Um the changeling folklore it has a very dark angle to it. Um you know, historically people really truly believed that these things would happen. And because of that, um, you know, they would do these things, these these folk practices to try to force the changeling to leave so that the real human would be returned. So we have all kinds of stories sort of relating to that. The problem is that a lot of the stuff that they would do to kind of make the changeling leave was basically torture. Um, and I don't, I realize you said this is a, an anything goes kind of podcast. I don't want to get too much into no, we're, it. We're explicit.
1: You can swear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> explicit.
0: Yeah, it's just very grim and very sad. Sounds like Um, an 80s movie, though. Well, uh, the last case of a, um, well, the last confirmed case of someone who was murdered as a changeling in Ireland was in 1895, I believe. I think their
1: standards were a little different than ours today, but that's just my opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that was um, Bridget Clary. Uh, she was a, a young woman. Um, I believe she was in her 20s. Uh, and her husband started to believe that she was a changeling, that his real wife had been taken. Right. And this fairy had been left behind. Uh, these days, most um, scholars kind of think that she probably had pneumonia and she'd gotten very ill. Uh, and
2: Cause wasn't she running like a really high fever and was delirious or something?
0: She was. She was. Um, and they had gotten an actual doctor, but uh, her husband had also gotten sort of the local wise man to come out. Um, and he had prescribed these herbs and this stuff that she was supposed to eat and drink. And he was, her husband was supposed to ask her multiple times who she really was. And, you know, not surprisingly, eventually she got kind of tired of it and sort of wasn't willing to go along with it. Um, and he, he did end up killing her. Um, he, he actually burned her alive yeah, yeah. in the house. What? Um, this is one of
2: the stories I actually know.
0: Yep. yep, yep. So uh, how, uh,
1: right, how do we go from a confirmed case to him killing her? Because that he was ca- trying... Sorry, that caught me off
2: guard. He was trying to prove that she was a
1: changeling. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was waiting for her to kill him.
0: No, he genuinely believed that she was not his wife. Um, she was, of course, but... Um, he genuinely that she wasn't and a common practice with changelings to get them to show themselves or admit their fairies and return the real human was to hold them over fire or to, to have them sit on heated iron um, shovels often uh, I, I said it's torture I mean it, it literally was torture um, and so he and I believe it was her father it might have been her brother someone in her family um, held her uh, over the fire in their house, and she um, she did die from that. You he actually middle, he went to jail for murder.
1: You said middle eighteen hundreds, right?
0: eighteen ninety five.
1: All right, so mm-hmm. late, but they didn't understand mental illness. They didn't understand uh, delirium from fever. They didn't understand yeah. any of this. So it'd be like if they killed her during an exorcism. They
0: didn't. That's know. effectively what they were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a lot of records of infants and children who were killed this way. Well, um,
2: and, and I mean, the story that I always heard about changelings before I started learning more about it is, I mean, if if a parent assumed that their child had been switched out, they would take them into the forest and leave them and basically hope that the fairies would bring back their real baby. And yeah, a lot yeah, of babies died that way.
0: Yep. Yeah. They, um, many also drowned. They would put them in rivers with the same premise. The idea was that if this was really a fairy, obviously the the fairy family wouldn't want that fairy to be abused or hurt. So they would come take it back. And with the, you know, the way fairy etiquette works, they would have to return the human that they'd taken. Um, and of course, what normally really happened was that the the person or the child died.
1: So how much of yeah. this in the early history do you think has to do with, more of not knowing mental health, not knowing the brain, not knowing how humans worked.
0: It's hard to say. Um,
1: I know it's putting you on the spot, but
0: well, I mean, there have been medical professionals of various sorts for a really long time. Um, Like I said, with Bridget Cleary, they did have an actual doctor come in and see her who was also treating her. It was just that, that folk belief kind of crept in. Yeah, it's
2: a, it's the same theory as a doctor who came in to look for a witch's mark. And yep. if you had a witch's mark, then they test you to see if you were a witch. If they put you underwater and you drowned, guess what? You weren't a witch. You know. I mean,
0: as as sad as it is, I I honestly think um, that there's just something in human nature sometimes that it's like a switch that gets flipped, and we can do this. You still see this stuff today, um, not specifically with the changeling. Um, stuff so much but there there are accounts in the 21st century of children who die during exorcisms for example oh yeah that's
1: yeah uh,
0: and it, it is it's ve- very similar idea of deciding I, that this child is not really your child in some sense because But they're I not think if we don't properly.
1: talk about this all of this the changelings the fairies the exorcism the ghosts then the wrong information is out there and more people will die
0: I agree. I agree. So I think
1: it's an important subject, like no matter what you believe, it's an important subject. So
0: it's, it's definitely something that we need to be really aware of how danger it is to sort of dehumanize or inhumanize someone um, just because they're, they're different in some way.
2: So um. the question has kind of been breached in chat, but just to kind of bring it back up. So, you, you mentioned that fairies are immortal, are immortal, but yet we've talked about fairy babies. So <laughs> does that mean that they can die, but they have to have something happen to die? And where do the fairy babies come yeah, he from? He wants to know, how, from, know how, they, more, how do
1: they make more babies? How,
2: where do
0: fairy, they, they, fairy babies
2: come <laughs> from? How are they made? <laughs>
0: they make more babies the exact same way we make more babies. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, this is like the most common question I get asked, believe it or not, it's probably actually not that surprising They do the
1: Bao
2: Chikuwawao? They do. Yeah. Does that mean uh, there's fairy porn out there somewhere?
0: Uh, sure if
1: some if fairy porn <laughs> the not, internet. there will be now because the people yeah. that listen to our show are the people that would make it.
0: There's, there's an internet rule about that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, to both of your questions, yes, very, very good observation. When um, we say that they're immortal, what we really mean is that it, generally in folklore, they don't die from old age. So when we see accounts of fairies dying or being killed, it's it's them being killed. Like something happens something to them.
2: Something happens to their little
0: physical
1: body that... Yeah. I thought immortal um, meant they couldn't die.
0: Well, in this sense, it means that they, they or just would actually like live forever.
1: They can be killed, but they don't. they'll live forever otherwise.
0: They'll, they'll live forever unless something changes that. Sorry. Um, so we do see, no, 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 that's, it's a good point. Um, we do see accounts of them being pretty much immortal, you know, being very ancient. Um, but we also see accounts of them, you know, being, being physically killed. Um, and there's, there's a ton of folklore relating to them wanting babies, needing babies, making babies, um, they, Do, they does the female so,
1: carry the baby the same way?
0: Yep. Yep. And then there's a lot of folklore. I'm trying to say this like in the, the most. Uh, oh,
1: you don't. People don't have know, talked it. about butt plugs <laughs> and vibrators on the show. so
0: I'm sure there's that for fairies too. Yeah, you can um,
1: say whatever you want. It's explicit. Fairy fetishes.
0: <laughs> that is 100% definitely yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Ooh,
0: now we have a topic. Yeah. <laughs> just taking a left-hand turn. Join us uh, for part two of Fairy Fetishes. Fairy yeah. <laughs> so That was such a popular show, though, uh, you have no idea.
1: You'd <laughs> make millions. <laughs> Your next
0: there's book. Still, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> pictures and all. No, sorry. I'll behave. There's, there's actually a book. Uh, oh, it's God. In, it's from Iceland. The author's Icelandic. And I'm not making up this title. It's called Please Yourself with the E in self capitalized for elf. And it does include stick figure illustrations. I highly recommend it to everyone because it's ridiculous and fabulous. Oh my God, uh, that's great. It's, it's a wow. woman in Iceland who So just call me that and she, add wings. She's had encounters with the... They're called Alfar in Iceland, but the elves of Iceland um, and encounters of the sort that we're talking about now.
1: Stick figure. There you go, Jared. That will answer all your questions. Just read up on the elves having sex and picture them in wings. And that's the fairies.
0: There you go. Um, She's trying
1: to be so polite, but having fun. I like you.
0: Um, Historically, there's a reason that fairies and elves were equated to incubi. Um, in particular, because
2: uh, little bastards is what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Um, and there's, do
2: they
1: force themselves just like Incubus? Do they what do they now? What? Do, incubus.
0: They force themselves. The the sex oh. demons.
1: The, the...
0: But no. They it's,
2: people?
0: Oh. No, it's yeah. it's more seduction. Yeah. All right. It's they. It's they. But do they do the mind <laughs> trick? To speak. I mean, quite possibly. They would, but um, the reputation that they had in folklore was more like that would be very like, voluntarily Oh, he's so, so
1: cute. I'll do him.
0: Yeah. Your, your problem would be that afterwards the fairy would take off. Do, do you notice like,
1: how sad this is? All my references are to Twilight. <laughs> can you okay, tell so our teenage I, girls? It, it could be worse.
2: Yeah. So that, that begs the question then. So if fairies can reproduce and fairies can do it with a human... Ah. Can you have a halfling?
0: Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, my uh, God. So the, the idea is, and again, <laughs> this, this is across folklore, that um, fairies themselves have a very low fertility rate. They, they don't tend to have many children. So the males her- have to reproduce
1: with a female human?
0: Well, and the other way around. Um, and, you know, female fairies will hook up with male humans as well. Um, again, oh, this is both a, ways. All book right. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um,
1: I catch it. So I was thinking, yeah, I'm not going to say what I was thinking, but yeah, I get you. Now. But wouldn't that make them a half blood and not as as powerful.
0: The way it seems to work when it comes to fairies, because um, they can also take someone who's fully human into their world, into their reality, their dimension, wherever you want to call it, and sort of transmute the person, transform the person, um, make that person into a fairy. So the idea seems to be that they, they have the ability to um, shift or change that person fully into one of their own.
1: So they look human but have full fairy powers, kind of.
0: Yes. Um, and we actually, I mean, we're we're talking about this really broadly. The very broadly, very different types. Um, you know, makes it makes a little difference which exact ones you're talking about. Like selkies, for example, um, which are seal people. They they look like seals in the water. They can come on land remove the seal skin, and they look very human. I love you would seals. Never know were-
2: I would lose my shit if something <laughs> climbed out of the ocean, peeled off its skin, and then said, "Let's go have sex." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I don't love seals that much.
2: <laughs>
0: no, There are people that do. So <laughs> um, oh. in the, the folklore with Selkies, you know, half of it is a, a male human finds a female Selkie. If you take the seal skin, she can't go back to the water. So we have all these stories about the, the human would take the seal skin and then she has to marry him and be his wife. And they would produce however many children – And she would eventually, or usually one of the children, would find the seal skin and give it back to her. And she immediately returns to the ocean, leaves the children, goes back to the water. Um, And these children then would live as humans and among, you know, humans, but they have that connection to the Selkies and to the water and to the ocean. Um, And then we see the same with male Selkies would take, you know, human women um, usually if you're the, the way the folklore says if you're a woman human woman and you're heartbroken and you go to the shore and cry seven tears into the waves this selkie would appear um and you can sort of either choose just have a good time or choose to go with him so, so, so there's it's like accounts one night
1: stand too. or commit
0: yeah basically
1: yeah i know um, i make light of things but i'm not it's just my way of
0: Yep, this, the, the Selkie law I bring up in particular because in certain places, like the Orkney Isles, they say that um, even if it's a little further back in your ancestry, when, when children are born with like um, webbed fingers or webbed toes, webbed or there's head. another condition where they have sort of a, um, like a, an extra thick skin in certain places, that that's a sign that you have Selkie ancestry. So... There's, there's definitely so much folklore relating to this. Um,
2: so we have asked you, that kind of goes on
0: to the. <laughs> everyone's favorite topic.
2: Sorry. Yeah, Mama Pat just posted in there. She's like, yes, Aquaman.
1: But then it disappeared. I was thinking that too. Mermaids. And then it went to Aquaman. Then it went to Jason. She whatever. Just was on Jason
2: Momoa. That
1: yeah, was all that was that, on her brain. I, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, okay.
0: Water. You've seen that movie. Yeah.
2: So we've asked a million questions and it's already been an hour, but I guess I kind of want to give you an opportunity. We can ask all the questions that we know us and and the people listening and everything with our little itty bitty amounts of knowledge we have. If we can say, tell us anything that you feel is important for us to know about Irish folklore and fairies, what would be like the top couple things you'd want to tell us?
0: That's such a rough segue from what we were just talking about. About fairy Um. sex. Come on now like, well, that was super fun. Now let me be boring.
1: Oh, um, it's not boring. <laughs> I mean, we I, I we think, don't allow guests to be boring on here. So.
0: <laughs> I think we have hit really the highlights, which is that fairies are not little not- Tinkerbells. Yeah. I uh-huh. think there
1: needs to be a part
2: two.
0: Well, I was like going to say
2: she, she could have moved on to, like, fairy prostitutes. Could have been our next thing. So you know,
1: But that would have taken us another whole hour. Because then it would have been like, how much do they make? What what? How much do you tip them? And
0: like, I feel like we could have done a whole show just on this topic. Yes. Yeah.
1: So no, but we barely Very touched exactly the though. Irish folklore part of it.
0: <laughs> That's true. This is on um, fairy. Yeah, there's just there's so much to all of this. Um, which is what I said at the beginning that it's one of those things. The more you get into it. You know, every question, there's three more questions. And every time you learn one thing, there's like all these other things that come up. Um, You know, it's just this is why I'll be studying this until the day I die.
1: But I think people that say they have the absolute answer to anything paranormal or supernatural. It's like... it's paranormal for a reason. We can't prove it. So how do you have the absolute have the answer? answer.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, on this subject, so much of it really comes down to anecdotal accounts. Even the folklore is really just old anecdotal accounts. It's it's peoples that to experiences that have been passed on, um, and then you have the modern ones, of course. And those are always going to be unique to that person. You know, you you can have one story of someone who encountered. A particular kind of being, and it went terribly badly. Um, and then someone else can encounter that same sort of being, same and it goes thing, same up.
1: thing with the ghost, though. It's the same, mm-hmm. same thing. So next time you're on, I'm gonna I'm gonna question you about uh, the paranormal. I mean, the prostitute prices, uh, the fairy prostitute prices.
0: I feel like I should come back, and we should just do fairies after dark.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: right.
1: X-rated fairy. <laughs> right. Sure. X-rated fairy.
2: I'm but, sure okay, there's
0: no so, work to talk about with that.
2: Right. <laughs> to recap what we covered here. Fairies are not always cute little Tinkerbell things, sprinkling pixie nope. dust. They're not always nice. Darren should not try to catch one. No.
1: Nope. Um <laughs> Darren <laughs> should not have
0: sex with one.
2: Always be on guard because you may be sleeping with one. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Or at least talking to one.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, you know? Yeah.
0: Part two. <laughs> Now uh, I'm wondering if fairies have tender that this is completely your fault. Right? Oh my
1: God. Fairy dating. And can fairies hear us? Like, am I going to be assaulted? Like, am I going to be hit upside the head for making fun of fairies?
0: Well, they can definitely hear us if they happen to be around, but I, I don't think they would be involved. I, this. This <laughs> I know what you mind. were
2: thinking. I, I, I am making up show names. Fascinating <laughs> fairy fornication. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could go I, – I, I've got show names going
0: through my head.
1: All right. One more question because we've been on for an hour, over an hour. But fairies are male and female, correct? Yes. All
0: right. Yep. Fairies cover the whole range, male, female, um, overtly sexual, androgynous. I thought so. We
1: just didn't quite say that. We said they could reproduce, but we didn't say whether they – what. you know.
0: Yep. Yep. I would say that, you know um, – actually, I, I wrote a whole entire – paper-reviewed paper about this, actually, but um, they cover that whole spectrum of what we would consider gender, sexuality, all of that. They probably have whole aspects of that that we don't even understand.
1: I don't understand what we do have here on (laughs) Earth in humans, so. That's fair. You know, Kelly looks confused or... Uh, I'm just...
2: uh, My brain is... Is
1: I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna make. A, I'm gonna have you back. I'm gonna write a list of questions. Say, "My know if she so, had fun tonight, she will be back, people. If not, yeah, I, 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 I don't blame her."
2: After dark meets, but, this. Was
1: fun. Yeah. It, it yeah. This
2: was fun. And, and fairies are not the only Irish folklore stuff that's out that's there.
1: So saying, we only brush the surface. We didn't even talk about that.
0: Yeah, we 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 really just talked about fairies the whole time.
1: Yeah. But it's an interesting subject, it's why, so.
0: It is. And like I said, there's just, there's so much to it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not the sort of thing that's easy to have a short conversation about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Irish folklore, whole other topic, lots of stuff going on there too. Yeah.
1: So next time we will, we'll get more into it. Can't promise we'll be any more serious because <laughs> I'm me and I like to have fun. We get we to point tell you across, we would,
2: but we don't like to lie.
1: Yeah, I don't I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a liar, so. Um, where can people find you on social media and where can people find your Goddamn 35 books. <laughs> 35
2: books.
0: I like to keep busy. Um I, The book have 3 I mean, babies. <laughs> that's true. I had five,
1: uh, so I get you. I'll see you
0: busier than me. Um, I
1: didn't write 35 books. If I wrote 35 (laughs) books, I'd only have three kids.
0: I'm probably lucky I wrote the books then. because I I definitely can't handle more than three. Um, You don't notice.
1: After three, you don't notice the other two.
0: (laughs) That's what I've heard. Um, Let me see. You can find my books on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, brick and mortar stores. If you request them, they can usually order them. Uh, so they're they're pretty out there, pretty accessible. Um, where can you find me? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere, sadly. Just not under uh,
2: your name?
0: Or... Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. made what turns out to have been a brilliant decision in retrospect, but was pure laziness, let me assure you. Um, early on to just do everything under my full name, Morgan yeah. Daimler, so Sorry. that I could remember it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. But, no, yeah.
1: I get that. I do. Yeah. Me too. I I did that too.
0: Yeah. Everyone else I know has all these cool like handles and and whatnot for like everything they're on. No. I'm just like no. Paradox very...
1: Radio is a, a, almost the same on everything. My yeah. my personal ones aren't, and that's just because they weren't taken. I mean, they were taken.
0: Yeah. The only thing I am on Tumblr, and that's under a different name, but that's because I got on Tumblr as a joke, and it wasn't supposed to be serious. <laughs> And then I started just posting serious bits is of Is that Tumblr. what that fairy porn is? That, you know, I should put that on Tumblr. Oh, it would fit in really well. That there. would make
1: me, I'm on Tumblr. I share all paranormal buzz radio stuff to Tumblr, but I've never looked at Tumblr. That would make me look at Tumblr.
0: I'm sure if you search that, you would find it on Tumblr because oh. Tumblr has everything.
2: Um. We had a qu- one more question to chat. Yeah. Whereabouts in the country do you live?
0: Uh, I live in the northeast. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're one of those people who live over way far away. Yeah. No, sorry.
1: Hey, <laughs> I I'm in the east. I, I know. I'm northeast, kind of. That's, that's why I said one of those people. I'm in, yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing the, the never eat treated wheat thing again. I think I'm in the northeast. <laughs> Yes,
0: you're in the Northeast, honey. Yep. Yeah,
1: she, she she never heard of that before. Did you? You're from the Northeast. Did you ever hear from uh-huh. hear of that? Never eat shredded wheat on a map to figure out
0: <laughs> what the Northeast is.
1: I no, I learned it in like second, third, fourth grade of when you learn in maps. Your oh, I
0: get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm from Maine originally. So
1: oh, see,
0: i I Maine is a strange land.
1: I live in New Hampshire.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I born and raised in Massachusetts, but I live in New Hampshire. Yeah. And the tri state yeah. area is very weird. <laughs> yes, it is. If include Maine, I think Maine would be the fourth tri, the fourth. How do you say that? Because it's not part of the tri state area, but it's the fourth one, right?
0: quadra state area. There
1: you go. Thank you. See, that's yeah. why you were. See, she's smart. <laughs>
0: Now, Maine is its own weird little, well, it's yes. not little, but But I love reality. Maine people
2: because they're...
0: Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Do you ever, like, travel and attend expos and give presentations?
0: Yeah. I mean, not during, you know, COVID times because nobody <laughs> does anything right nobody now. Nobody does anything. No. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've taught in Iceland. I've taught in Ireland. I've been as far as California in the U.S., um, and a few spots in between, so I get around when there's no plague.
2: Yeah, yeah, damn plague.
0: Yeah, it has to go away eventually. That's
2: what I keep you know. telling myself. Yeah.
0: Then I'll be wandering around again.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, excellent show. Thank you so much. This has oh, been thanks fun. Thanks
0: for having me. Yep. Yeah, this was a blast. I really enjoyed it.
1: No, I'll definitely have to have you come back since we only talked about. Uh, fairy porn
0: you sound like it's a bad thing no really?
1: I, I'm impressed that you kept up with us yeah, she oh. just
2: rolled right with it as we yeah. rolled right Actually, into fairy she, porn
1: she, she was right there with us she encouraged us let's be honest She, she I didn't heard.
0: discourage you
1: yeah there we go All right. do either one of you guys have anything else to say before we go because we're over time
0: I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I had a great time. You guys thank are you. awesome.
1: No, thank yeah. you. And we'll definitely have you back. Definitely. Oh yeah. Awesome. All right guys. Uh, join us next Friday. Um, we will have either a surprise guest or me and Kelly. We're not really sure yet because. Schedule stuff. You know. Well, because I, I, I was thinking of quitting. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but I drove
0: you out of business, did I? Yeah, no, no, no. no,
1: you, no, brought no. So you brought me back. You brought <laughs> me back. Now I'm uh, next. Now February's on just because of Morgan. She was so great. Uh, no, seriously. We will be back next week. We hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening live. Thank you so much for listening later. Don't forget to punch that like button. Um, make sure you know how much. We appreciate you and show us that you appreciate us and that you love the beautiful Kelly McCarvel by hitting that like button. Now, so, now people
2: are gonna go out there and unlike the show, Shay.
1: Come on. No, I'm I'm just I'm prostituting you out. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right, guys. Seriously, have a great weekend. Thank you. Morgan, thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah,
0: thank you for having me.
1: Yes. Thank you everybody.